That was the first time I think uh, I got involved in line dancing when I was seven. Here we go. <laughs> no, Mike, finish what you started. <laughs> yeah, you Those uh, two different things match up for someone with no context. Actually, no, this is perfect. Yeah. No, because uh, when I was seven, it was 1995, and this this big hit was taking over uh, the U.S. of A. Um, we did Achy Breaky Heart already. Oh, no. No, Steve. Actually, uh, you're going to love this. Uh, Nick, why, why don't you just give a little taste of this 95 madness? Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you're not already dancing and you don't know what this is, then Zoomers, uh, listen up. This Wait, Mike, speaking of <laughs> don't know what this is, what podcast are we on right now? Oh, Just out yeah. of curiosity. Oh, well, we, we're on the Sontopsy Report, where we're going to be dissecting one of the most noteworthy and one of my favorite dancing songs. I'm Macarena, like and I'm yeah. uh, Mike Russell. Mike Macarena Russell. There we go. Yes, Maca Russell. <laughs> Uh, I am Nick Brigadier. And I'm Steven Trollinger. And I like how sometimes we try to trick our audience into guessing what song we're going to cover as though they didn't see the title of the episode all the time. Like sometimes Nick's just like, no, I'm not going to put the title of the episode up. I'm just going to, it's just going to be blank. And then, and then the surprise will be. Surprise will be original. It's really great for SEO when you don't put in the title of any of the subject of what the podcast episode is about. Uh, but Mike, yes, I am very excited to hear to hear you demystify this song because this is one of a handful of songs I think we've done in this podcast, along with uh, like All Star by Smash Mouth, where it just kind of exists. You can't even necessarily qualify this as good or bad. It just simply is. But I know very little about it. Uh, well, yeah, well, Nick, allow me to give you, uh, I feel like I'm going to blow your mind in some ways, and uh, in other ways, suck it. You, you may just, just <laughs> yeah. In other ways, I'm just going to blow you. <laughs> Famous oh, last wow. words for Mike Russell. Uh, yes, but the, but the Macarena, and that version, that version, uh, and for uh, many of the uh, American listeners here, um, what was probably the first the, the version of the Macarena you are most familiar with. But, however, it is not the origin of the Macarena. This is Macarena Begins. That, that, but that we've, was been a, we've been listening to the dark Macarena. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a remix by the Bayside Boys, and, and we're going to really dive into that uh, uh, later. But um, the original Macarena, which is actually the chorus... Um, that you hear in the in the '90s remix um, sounds a little as are these are these two guys? Nick, would you would you uh, fire that off for me? Maybe just jump like I don't know another minute into it. Yes, the Macarena by these two guys. <laughs> These two old guys here. Oh, it's Penn and Teller. <laughs> it's Penn. Listeners, what? take a look. It kind of looks like Penn and Teller. Because they're wearing ties and suits, and one's got the uh, curly hair. One's got curly gray hair. The <laughs> other one's got what looks like in this very grainy photo I'm seeing, black and slicked back hair. Okay. 
okay, Nick. I mean, Penn and Teller, I thought, were known for their size differences, but I... I think I they're known for it. their magic, not necessarily for being two men who are different sizes. Well, you know what? These guys made some Macarena magic together. I'll tell you what. <laughs> these, these, these guys, uh, born in 48, the same age. 1848. Uh, they were the oldest people to ever record music. <laughs> when, they were, uh, when these guys were 14, uh, they got together and formed Los Del Rio back in the 60s. And... You know, they uh, they were popular enough in the places they toured. I mean, these guys were from, uh, they were from Spain. I find it fascinating that two old guys who were mediocrely uh, making music in the 90s come out with the Macarena. Let's recap here. We got Los Del Rio, these two guys, Antonio Romero, Monge, and uh, Rafael Ruiz Paragones. All right. You better get it right, Mike, because they're listening, and it's they're not, going to kick our asses. It's not Mange. Does Mange make sense? Uh, Antonio Rom, uh, Romero, Mange, and Rafa. Uh, Rafa. <laughs> I've run into that white person issue where it's it's like, you, you, ever, you ever see white people where they're saying a word, they're like, you know, and amongst our white, black, Latino, and then they really, yeah. really you hit like this one word extremely heavy with an accent, and it sounds you, very weird. I'm trying not just, to do... You can't oh, just throw an you can't just throw an accent into a thing, and now you speak that language like like the. But like I don't want to sound like a gringo at the same time, Steve. I don't want to say Rafael Ruiz Perdigones. You want to say Rafael Ruiz Perdigones? Like I, oh man, you know what kind of cheese I like on my pizza? A fettuccine. Like no, that's not. <laughs> I I mozzarella. Like that's not that doesn't that you're not speaking Italian. You just you sound like an idiot. <laughs> That's insulting it, to Italians, Steve. That's what they all sound like. Is it not polite to try to throw on the little accents to try to, to sound like the natural, you know, language itself? I don't know. I don't go around saying like, oh, man, I really love some baked potatoes. <laughs> oh, oh, I do love some shepherd's pie. Like, I don't go around saying that like that. So, look, pronunciations aside... <laughs> When these guys were torn in Venezuela, they came across a flamingo dancer. I named think you mean Venezuela Ven and flamenco. <laughs> flamenco. Well, oh, thank you for oh, flamenco. There we go. Uh, Diane Patricia. Uh, and she attracted over Mr. Anthony there. And he improvised a song to her on stage that was essentially the, the Macarena. So the song was great. Anthony and Raphael loved it. They went back to the room and wrote the whole thing in five minutes. Um, Once again. <laughs> that's all it takes. Proof guys, positive. When you, when you have a stroke of genius, you just do it. That's guys, it. Guys, if I don't speak for the next five minutes in the episode, it's because I'm writing a hit song, okay? Okay, you work on that, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steve is doing great object work for the listeners. He's drinking, he's drinking a... Uh, Una cerveza as he pounds out his hit song. Oh no, I'm I'm drinking a I'm drinking a, a, a Smirnoff ice. Yeah, see that doesn't mean I speak Russian. I don't say I, now I just sound like a jackass when I do that. You don't do that for everything. You don't do you you know when you go to Boston you don't pop out a little Boston accent for uh, for yourself. No, because then I'll kick my ass. <laughs> oh man. So what's interesting? So Mac, uh, so Macarena is a was a very popular woman's name. Right? It was that, and actually, I, I believe it was Anthony's daughter's name as well, which when we dive into what the lyrics actually mean and what the song's about, 
Uh, that's an eyebrow razor. I'm not exactly sure if I would want to name my daughter after this this <laughs> this woman, but uh, but yeah, they came out with the uh, with the Macarena in '93. It got it was hugely popular throughout um, South America, but and it was it wasn't until. Uh, Two years later, it, it came and, and was beginning to gain popularity in the United States. And eventually, uh, as it was, the these guys who do remixes, uh, the Bayside Boys, uh, who was made up of Mike Trié and Carlos De Yarza, right? I'm not gonna lie, Mike. When you sent the link, I read that as the Beastie Boys at first, and I thought, the wait, a second, I didn't know the Beastie Boys remixed the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're gonna do the macarena! Right, now, Bam. now I want to live in the alternate reality where that happened. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> so, long story short, with this, because I really want to get it. I really want to get into the translation and the dissection of the lyrics, because that that is where. We can, I, can, I feel like there's so much to say about that that I can't say yet. So That is um, where I have prepared the bulk of my material, not, <laughs> not what we've been talking about thus far. <laughs> um, but it flies to the, it's, it's been 14 weeks as number one for the Billboard Top 100 uh, and was really reaching its peak, its peak in popularity in 1996. In, in fairness, there wasn't a lot going on in the mid to late 90s, so we were all just kind of paying more attention to stupid things. God, remember back when there was l less to pay attention to? Yeah, you know, you know why? Well, it's that you can blame that on the internet, right? And, and, the, and the constant need for the technology to be uh, knowing exactly what we're thinking and telling us what to think 24-7. But, I mean, I, the, I, could, I could rant about... Uh, where we've come with social media and society as I'm <laughs> helping record a podcast and then pump out some people as well. That is funded by Dogecoin, but we digress. <laughs> yeah. Hey, artificial superintelligence. Hey! Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was up there. And then uh, in the United Kingdom, the song was, uh, it got released on the 10th of June of 96. Peaked at number two, though, because it was kept out of the number one spot by the hugely popular Spice Girls wannabe. Um, oh, what a war. What a war what, of attrition, yes. those two songs. If you want a Macarena, you got to put your hands on your hips. So many uh, men so many men and women died when those songs fought. Uh, so, uh, and then it rode the top 100 for 60 weeks. The longest reign, um, that was... Uh, only surpassed 15 years later by Adele's Rolling in the Deep. Damn. Right? I would say that's the only thing you could say that the song Rolling in the Deep and Macarena have in common. Also, you would have to... The, the concept uh, that's blowing my mind is, okay, in order to outdo this song, I've got to be a singular talent with a singular voice singing a very soulful powerful song that's the only way to possibly dethrone this stupid song from the mid 90s oh steve i was gonna say in that case then what did adele do okay now we're gonna now we're gonna have <laughs> oh now, you were talking about adele i thought you were describing the macarena first now, ah, we're, now we're gonna silly have me. now we're gonna have a donnybrook ah uh, we're having fun here listeners <laughs> um like you were saying <laughs> um 
Now, I would recommend to all the listeners, there is a, a wonderful documentary uh, uh, on this. It's about 40 minutes long uh, by All Away Media. Uh, if you and we're really going to play it dive, uninterrupted for you right now, <laughs> listeners. But it it is it is fascinating uh, how I mean Carlos is uh, he he gets interviewed on there and he really goes into how they worked at that station and that uh, you know with the as the Bayside Boys and just trying to they were always taking songs that were like getting big and but their remixes would always become the most the more popular version of the song. Um, I shouldn't say always, but like there's like there's a there's like Ace of Base they've done some stuff with and it's and like and the Macarena Michael Jackson some of those some of his hits they were always making some hot remixes. In any case, let's let's end this struggle bus and start dissecting into this song. A dissection is imperative. <laughs> Okay. What are they talking about, Mike? Well, I'm I'm curious. What, what you guys don't really speak Spanish. What do you What do you think they're talking about here? Uh Mike, comprendo un poco. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Well, based on what you said, I'm assuming every single line is just saying I want to bang my daughter. Um, no. <laughs> but I'm I'm waiting for, to be proven wrong on this. But based on how you said that. One of the, uh, I forgot it was Antonio Rafael, but you said their daughter was named Macarena, and you said based on the lyrics, that seems a little weird. So I'm, I'm, I'm dying of curiosity, Mike. Okay, well, uh, the direct uh, Spanish and English translation here is "Give happiness to your body, Macarena, or joy." I mean, I've, but I mean, it's essentially the same word. But give happiness to your body, Macarena, because your body is for giving happiness and nice things too. Give happiness to your body, Macarena. Hey, Macarena. Hi. So now, so far, uh, pretty innocent, pretty nice. You know, you might you just see a nice lady dancing. You're like, ooh, give happiness to that body. I mean, is, is I that can not- I can tell you with a hundred percent certainty that exact phrasing would never enter my brain to say. Excuse me, miss, but I, I, I couldn't help but notice you were giving happiness to your body. I couldn't help notice that happiness was entering your body from multiple angles. Don't say. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> okay, Steve. That's especially gross because the word penis is in happiness. So, Nick, um, why don't we why don't we move a little further and, and let's learn about this woman Macarena just a bit. Okay. Ugh. Oh, God, she wants to have him put what, where? That's disgusting. I, I think I heard oh. them say Kiseyama, which is something about her name being Macarena, which I believe we already know. No. No, guys. <laughs> um, in fact, that's, no, it's it's actually telling you what her boyfriend's name is. So, so, <laughs> and it's funny that Steve His keeps- name is Macho Rena. <laughs> I think it's real funny about how Steve was talking about putting happiness in all the different places because that comes up. Yeah, so Macarena has a boyfriend who's called the last name Vittorino. Um, and while he was taking his oath as a conscript or or as he was taking his oath to join the service or to join the army, however you want to look at it, this man's 
during his time of pledging his allegiance um, uh, to the war effort, uh, she was giving it to his two friends. I she's getting double teams. <laughs> so I was right. Steve, you were right. Is that why the Macarena is always a group activity? Hey, what's that video down there? Something about an entire like sorority dorm doing the Macarena? Is that... Oh, no, sorry, wrong website. <laughs> I have so many tabs up, I apologize. Okay, so, Mike, to borrow from another podcast I love listening to, are you telling me yeah. that the Macarena originally was more of like a torrid, like... I was going to say love triangle, but it sounds like a, a love square. It's more like a love T. You know, you got you got Macarena at the top with the two dudes. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, and then lover boy, oh, this poor forsaken cock of, is, <laughs> is the bottom of the T. Because he's not really, she doesn't like him very much. Can you please refrain from using cuck as a regular word? Like, Do I, can you I, not give that, like, any sense of normality, please? Like the word cuck? Like, say cuckold. I think it's or... been co-opted by certain, I don't know, spectrums of people that Steve... Steve, are you, are you saying you don't want Mike to say, hey, and uh, the main character on this song is a bunch of... He's a beta cuck, and he's uh, he's uh... a... <laughs> Let's just not normalize that particular... Just say cuckold, or... Is this the thing about shortening words again? No, it's used... It's more it's used, it's used by men's rights activists to paint most men as, like, dickless cuckolds. And now I can't, like now this. my mom can't listen to this episode. Thanks, Mike. You're saying your mom doesn't want to hear you say the phrase dickless cuckolds, but also, Steve... Wait, what? so I, so it's it's okay if I say this poor forsaken cuckold. That's fine. But this poor forsaken cuck... Don't normalize no- it is what I, that's not... That that's not like a normal word that just has always existed. That has been specifically used by a group of people who are not good. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll ponder on that, Steve. I don't want to make you upset, buddy. So uh, I'll do my best. Hey, don't treat me like a fucking cuck, Mike. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um. Uh. And you know what? You know, it, it's going to go on. I, and it goes we, on we like go that? Next, we can go to the next bit, too, uh, if you want. But, uh, oh, I, I'm intrigued now, Mike. Uh, yes, uh, I do want to go to the next bit. Ooh, ooh, I figured something out. I figured something out. What? Okay, so you know how, like... You know how, like, when when you do the part of the Macarena where, like, your hands go and to, like, the top of your head and then you thrust your hips out? So that's her welcoming the two guys that she's cheating on the other guy with because the next scene or the next, like, part of the dance is you, like, cross both of your arms down in front of your pelvis on either side of your hip. And it's like, no, boyfriend who's going off to war. This isn't for you anymore. This is for the other guys. Is that why that's part of that dance? They don't know who originated the dance. It just... It just like a wildfire kind of it was it was a viral dance sensation that happened in the club. I mean, the, the you know, the the 90 the, the remix version where they're really getting after it. I mean, that was choreographed by a Miss Karina. No, no. 
Her last name's Fire. Uh, Mia Fire? That was a very humorous observation you made, Steve. Thanks, Steve. That's all oh, it was supposed to be. What? <laughs> well, now I need to know. Yeah, Mia, Mia, Mia Fry. Mia Fry. Fire Fry. Fine. Either way, that cheese sandwich God sucked. damn it, Nick. Did, um, you just, did you make a Firefly pun? No, I actually didn't mean to, but um, my <laughs> reputation precedes me so much that everyone just assumes the worst about me, which I can't even fight. Now, Mike, an- another thing, uh, this is a special new segment of the Song Topsy Report. We're calling Confessions with Nick. I'm going to add a sound effect like, confessions, confessions, confessions. Confessions, 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 confessions. My confession is, this is, right here on the podcast, my first time hearing the original version of the Macarena. I have Never heard this version we're listening to right now. I have only heard what I'm now understanding is the Bayside Boys remix, which is, I've kind of been keeping that in the DL this whole time, but I've just been kind of, kind of my mind blown. And I'm also fascinated because obviously I'm sure we'll get into it, but the uh, Bayside Boys remix is predominantly in English and now that you're telling me what the original artist's intended lyrics were about, hearing it just sanitized into the most boring line dancing nonsense, I find fascinating because because the 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 core components, the skeleton of this song, is about what sounds like a torrid love affair. And I was dancing yeah. to this at bowling parties in fourth grade. Yes, and and I didn't know. That the remix was done by Slater, Zach, and Screech. So you know that was that was new information for me too. What? Oh they're, my god! They're the Bayside Boys. Ah, uh, you know <laughs> what? You know you. Great! I was it's hilarious bring, now. Thanks, Nick. No, it is it is hilarious. You would bring this up, Steve. All right, so we'll pause for laughter the, for the listeners. Let's. So speaking of the dance, and soon to be speaking of Mr. Slater himself. Um. So you, you guys, you guys know how to do the macarena, right? Yes. Fortunately, at I, this point, I would, people are I would born like to see, I would like to see it. I am recording right now. I would really like to. See, I want to know. I want to see the macarena. Macarena, hey macarena. And now I'm turning sideways for the listeners' benefit and doing the <laughs> yes. exact same yes. thing. Very nice, Steve. Very nice. Although Steve, I feel did you come out with the palms up. No. You start with palms up, palms Wait, down. I think it only fits the tempo if you start with your hands down and then flip to, them up. and then You're supposed to flip, yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to hell then. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's a new rule that the Catholics made up. <laughs> Peter's going to see you at the gates and be like, I don't think so. Wait, but I can do the chicken dance. No! no. I don't want to be a chicken. I don't want to be a duck. So I'll go to hell. <laughs> That's the remix I want to hear. <laughs> Wait, I can do the Apache dance too. No, that dance is problematic. You go to hell. So, so guys, great job with the dance. Great job with the dance. Um, thank you, thank you, and, for all uh, of our listeners to see us do this dance. Now, so, so Mia herself actually made a, an instruction video, um, and it got. So I used to kind of just shake shake my hips around with my hands on my hips on the last bit. And uh, she, t- she teaches you um, how you can really amp up your Macarena game. Uh, if you want to jump to like 45 seconds, maybe a minute. Rock, you know, like a clock that's ticking. And then you go right, left, 
behind your head, right and left. Right, left, right, left, down, 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 and jump. This is actually so, very informative because I, I'm I'm I would say an under average dancer. I'm not very good. I would I, also say that. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for that confirmation. Mike is it like top top fifth percentile of dancers. I would say we've got oh, some videos man. I think on on our Instagram showing that. But I will say like the Macarena is a dance I only do from the waist up. Um, and Mia is showing what you can do with some hip gyrations and leg movements while you're doing that. So it's you it's very gotta formative. move the hips, Nick. You gotta. I mean, you gotta put yourself out there when you're dancing. You know, Sh- shake the goods, man. I just I did like I. I haven't danced much in my youth, and so my hips don't have any built-in muscle memory for like how to move in a sensuous manner. But you oh, know your what? Hip, your hips don't fly. <laughs> they do not. Also, nice. All right. Did Mia have anything else to share with us? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Go uh, keep listening here. I, I want. She really shows you what to do when you get to the booty, when you put your hands on your butt. And that was the other thing. I didn't realize I was supposed to reach back that far. But oh. you're supposed to grab. You're supposed to really grab. If in grab your doubt, butt. Mike, you grab your ass. <laughs> Gotten kicked out of many lines in Disneyland for that same reason. Yeah. Right, right, left, right, and don't forget your smile. Cross right. Don't you fucking forget it. Left, head, head, hip, hip, booty, booty, swing, 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 and hop. You gotta swing it. Voila. Voila, you can't just throw French in. Look, there's too she's many French. languages. She's French. <laughs> oh, burn. Burn, Steve. <laughs> Telling her she can't talk in her native tongue, Steve. Typical oh, American. It makes you, makes you uncomfortable in your languages. You don't. Uh, <laughs> if you're going to do the Macarena, you better speak American. <laughs> if, a, if a French dance teacher is instructing us how to dance to this. Uh, song that originated from Spain, you better make sure it's in English. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> now, some people have come out and said, you know, after the overexposure of the Macarena, it's just not cool anymore. Right? That's what we said about you last summer, Mike. I didn't say that, Mike. Over Wait, because I was overexposed to COVID? Is that what you're... you're just... <laughs> no, you were overexposing. Oh, overexposed. Oh, you were I, showing too many people your penis. That's I, the joke. You guys suck today. I have to explain all my jokes to you. It makes it that much funnier, Steve. What's that right? famous expression? Good craftsmen do blame their tools. Are we? Are, are we a couple of your tools, Steve? You're both a couple of tools. That's right. Why? Because we're throwing a wrench in all your jokes. Fuck you, Nick. <laughs> Fuck you. Go to fucking hell. <laughs> I'll I'll see you there. Chicken dancing. <laughs> oh, I love this. Um, so, guys, oh, Steve, to, to, to circle back, you brought up the Bayside Boys, Screech, Slater, and uh, Zach Morris. Uh, if you, uh, I did. It was hilarious until Nick aged me out and showcased <laughs> that he had no idea what I was talking about. Well, don't worry, Steve, because Slater's still in the, He's still hip, right? So... Uh, Nick, if you could pull up the uh, that dance video. Uh, so, you know, the Macarena, you want to see the advanced, advanced, advanced um, style. Uh, there was an episode of, um, of like, uh, one of the U.S. dance crew shows, 
And they had a, they, they would have a, a whack track like part during the season uh, where they have to dance. To, like they're given a, a song that is whack. Okay. Um, so the, these guys were the Rainmasters. Um, and they were given the Macarena. Was and, this a reality this, show? What was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a reality show called uh, America's Best Dance Crew. So it's kind of funny because it is a very basic song. I think even one at one point, I see. I had a quote here from Mia when she was choreographing for the music video, kind of taking what she saw at the clubs there. But <laughs> I wanted to be sure that even a child with no rhythm could dance the Macarena. I feel called <laughs> out, but okay. <laughs> now, okay. So uh, look who's introducing these guys there, Steve. Oh, so the host is Mario Lopez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, yeah, that's real funny. You bring him up. Steve like feels that. in his element again. <laughs> yeah. I feel ah, safe. Faces I'm gonna I save... understand. And I'm listen gonna, to how I'm in a safe he... space. Listen to how he says Macarena. Oh, can they stop the fighting and restart this silly dance craze? Performing for their lives to a master mix of the worldwide phenomenon Macarena, here is Ringmasters. <laughs> okay, he can get away with it, though. <laughs> He's Mario he Lopez. He can get away with that. Michael Russell and <laughs> Nicholas Brigadier cannot. Hey, Michael Russell. Hey, um, appropriation. God. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> You're just speaking the language. Also, Mike... Um, do I play any of the dance, or how much of that will be lost on our listeners? Uh, yeah, no, just a, there's a small portion that you guys need to see. I would recommend to the listeners as well, type in Rainmasters and Fly Kicks, Whack Track, Season 03, ep uh, Episode 04, and you can see some... We'll, we'll, I, we'll try to include the link in the show this, notes. This is going to be the new... Ver I want you to do this version of the Macarena with me, you guys, okay? So, yeah, just jump to that timestamp I gave you. All right, I want. Oh man, next time the song comes on, I, I I want Nick or Steve, just wrap your legs around my waist, Superman yourselves out, and uh and do the Macarena. Okay, you know that that's like physically that you're responsible for our safety. Like we're not the like if we do that, it's not up to us to hold ourselves up while you stand there doing nothing. You have to actually be the one doing most of the work. Not I'm really. Uh, it looks like their legs are locked. But so, listeners, it, it's a little difficult to describe unless you're watching it. But the, basically, one part of the dance team have have their legs wrapped around the torso of, I guess, whoever the bigger person in the team is, and then they're parallel to the floor doing the macarena, like. So it, require, it requires a lot of core strength on both parties, actually. One to support your team member, and the other one to just be, you know, planking, essentially, yeah. while doing the Macarena. The plank a arena. Core. A lot of core, yeah. <laughs> the plank arena. <laughs> oh! Yeah, oh, man. You like, have to hold a plank throughout the course every time. I guess that's not that long. It's pro that part was probably uh, more of an interpretive dance of Macarena cheating on her husband. Um, but I'm not sure how much they read into that. Or was also, he a boyfriend? I don't remember how close their relationship was. Eh, boyfriend. 
Also, um, in any story, in any story where we're hearing the woman was cheating, I always want to hear, I, I always want to know who the narrator is because there's a lot of unreliable narrators. There's a lot of he said, she said. I want to hear Mac. Although Macarena, I feel like she came away with the name recognition. I don't even know who the military guy, what his name was. V- Vincenzo? Vin- Vitriolo the- or something like that. Well, you know what, Nick? That's a that's a great transition, and it's funny you should say that. So, so in the American version of the Macarena, so the inherently better one. The the I agree. Uh, the Bayside Boys. USA. The Bayside Boys, and I've, I believe it was Carlos himself, really. Um, he wanted to do something a little different, and he wrote the song. He wrote, uh, he wrote the English version, uh, and it's from the perspective of Macarena. So it's a, you got a man putting some words in a lady's mouth, but... Sound like every television writer for the past 50 years. The way God intended. Uh, but Steve is he, doing a bit for our new uh, female listeners, by the way, just so, we don't, just so people don't think you're wildly misogynistic, Steve. Well, I did yell at Mike for using the word cuck an hour ago, so I'm pretty sure I'm covered. Yeah, but uh, cuck affects men. You're defending your men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but if I was a men's rights activist, I would not be yelling at you for using the word cuck. Ah. You're a men's wrong activist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike. So once again, to borrow from to borrow a phrase from my favorite podcast, are you telling me that the lyrics that I've been hearing, what that I associate with the song Macarena, is Macarena herself's perspective on the story from the original Macarena song that I, up until this point, hitherto have never heard? Absolutely, Nick. That's exactly what it is. Damn. That's exactly what it is. So, it, yeah, lyrics very much inspired by the original story. Uh, and now you just get to hear her say it herself, kind of tell you what's going on. And let me tell you, oh, let's get into it, and we can start talking about it. But uh, And you know what? Would you please start it from the beginning? Because there are a few, ah, there's a few little things in here that are interesting. Oh. I am not trying I don't know. I don't know. What? Okay. So did you hear that? Now, I know we still need to get into the lyrics, lyrics but that, that bit right there, I'm not trying to seduce you. Wait, can I, I want to hear that again. I am not trying to seduce you. Yes, I'm not trying so, to seduce you. That, so look, this is a remix. These guys are taking stuff from all over the place. Um, and, you know, I, I have the clip. We don't really need to listen. But that, I'm not trying to seduce you, was taken from the movie The Graduate. And, it, you know, where he's she's in the bedroom and she's like, would you unzip me? I'm trying to get ready for bed. And he's like, I don't think that's a very good idea, Mrs. Robinson. And she's like, what's your problem? You thought, yeah. Actually, and I mean, I, I have it right here. I'm twice as old as you are. How could anyone think that? But they would, would, don't you see? Benjamin, I am not trying to seduce you. I know that, but And please, then she Mrs. goes, Ro- later, she's like, oh, do you want me to seduce you? It's like, Mrs. Robinson. Um, so for the past hour, Mike <laughs> sent us a series of links prior to the beginning of this episode uh, about what we were going to discuss today. Obviously, we were going to talk about the Macarena. That was evident from the very first. One of the clips was a clip from the, fo- from the motion picture, The Graduate. And for an hour and a half... I've been desperately trying to figure out what 
In God's name, the film The Graduate had to do with the Macarena. And it turns out, absolutely nothing. What? Oh, contraire! It's very relevant to the story of Macarena. I would argue this is one of the best sound clips you could pull to illustrate the story that Mike illustrated. This is the thinnest of threads. This is a spider web. This is... Spider webs are very strong, actually. Yeah, they hold up bridges. You know, they used to they used to manufacture goats with spider DNA to try to get goats up to make armor. Trying to tell me spider webs. Like, that is strong. the most amazing <laughs> anecdotal example you just had in your back pocket. I, you could have possibly introduced. <laughs> hey, to be fair, I also knew that they did that. Spider goat, spider goat. <laughs> I know, I know bridges with its webs. Um, but uh, but the thing is, but the thing is, Steve. So. At the beginning of the song, and look, and I'll tell you as a kid, like, this was like, oh, what the, the awakening of just seductive ladies saying, saying things in music. I like, I don't know. I like, it began a lifelong Mike, passion. Wait, <laughs> let me, let me now borrow a phrase. Mike, are you telling me that your sexual awakening was due to the song The Macarena? I always wanted to be with Macarena. I was like, this lady <laughs> seems like That's a lot bullshit. of fun. That's bullshit, because you would have had no idea what the hell this song was about in the mid-90s. I, I call bullshit. I knew. Oh, I knew. I always listened. I listened to that. I was like, she doesn't like her boyfriend, and she needs a man. I could be that man. I could be I'm that like, eight-year-old man. <laughs> I'm that eight- <laughs> Oh. It, it was the Stacy's mom of 1996. <laughs> hey, she's got it going on. But Steve, the, what I love about this is I'm not trying to seduce you. Macarena is trying to seduce everybody. And um, Mrs. Robinson was very much trying to uh, seduce that young man. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, then how come he ran away with her daughter then? Huh? Riddle me that. Spoiler alert. Doesn't mean she wasn't trying to get him. Yeah. She's still seducing. <laughs> Look, I'm just grasping at straws here. I know what the plot of The Graduate is. I know. <laughs> it's a but, movie from the 60s, Steve. I didn't doubt it. In any case, um, another interesting thing, because we're just talking about these sounds we're hearing, um, that, that giggle noise, that little laughing you hear, that's not, that's not the actual, uh, that, that's not the vocalist there. Um, no. The Carla Vanessa. Uh, it actually Vanessa is- Vanessa Carlton? No. Did I say that backwards? No, I didn't say that backwards. Okay. Okay. Okay, Steve. Okay. <laughs> I like what you did there. Uh if you could play that uh, that Yaz clip there. We're, wait, why are we talking about Yaz now? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> You need to know where these sounds are coming from. It's not just made. This is the remix. And the remix guys, they're always grabbing. And it's interesting. They're grabbing stuff from other stuff that they think's going to fit in. And I'll tell you what, I think they did a good job. All right, here we go. (laughs) You hear that? That's it. That... Because at the beginning, when you hear the laughter in the Macarena, that's that is taken from from the, from Yaz's situation. 
They isolated random laughter. Go play the begin. Play the very beginning, just no. for a few seconds. You'll know exactly. Yeah, that's, I, I, I know what you're referring it. to. I just, I just, I don't understand why. <laughs> okay, sure. Pull it from there. Looking from the window above, it's like a story of love. Hey, Macarena. <laughs> Do you mind, Mike? If I just hear a little bit of the lyrics to the. Bayside Boys version of Macarena. I've heard. I know we've all heard it a million times, listeners. But I'm hearing it with new ears now. Oh no, we got to listen. We got because now you're gonna. Yeah, she says a whole lot of crazy stuff. You gotta hear what she's got to say. Ah, there it is. Nick, I think this song hit me in a weird part of my brain where I was like, I need to learn how to dance if I'm going to score with any of these ladies. No matter how horrible these women may be. <laughs> it was like Footloose meets super bad. <laughs> if you're good, I'll take you home with me. And it was just like, oh, okay. That's fascinating, Mike, that you were listening to songs at a much deeper level than I was at the same age. Because I, even as an adult, I don't think I could say I've honestly paid much attention to the lyrics of the song in the, I was going to say in the verses, but even in the chorus, everyone knows, hey, Macarena. Yeah. That was the extent of my, of what I could recite from memory of this song. In fact, it's been the crux of most of Nick and mine's jokes the entire <laughs> evening. You, you've been doing great. And we rely on crutches. If you could just jump ahead past the chorus here, let's get to the next little bit that we can hear from Macarena's perspective some more. Have I just never been properly listening to this song? Nick, I don't know how you missed this. I, I don't know. It's I, you're always, not, you're not I, alone. You're Mike, not alone. You have to understand, <laughs> I only ever hear this, heard this song, once again, I was in a bowling league from like fifth grade to seventh grade, and when we did parties, this the, this song and like Cotton Eye Joe and a handful of other staples are like, what are safe, appropriate for kids songs or seemingly appropriate for kids songs, as I'm learning now. Yeah, I also don't think Cotton Eye Joe is an appropriate for kids song, but we'll get to that oh. in another episode. Ladies and gentlemen, I have made Mike jump out of his chair and lose his headphones somehow. I love Cotton Eye Joe. I'm not Wait, surprised. Wait, you were so excited about Cotton Eye Joe that you left. I thought you saw like a cockroach on your floor or something. Oh, no. Nick, Nick, yeah. you don't understand. If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, Mike would have been married a long time ago. Now, now, it, that, but see, you are very right. That those, those lyrics of Cotton Eye Joe, when you really look into them, uh, it's Cotton Eye Joe came in and just started banging everybody. And it's like, <laughs> hey, hey, man, like, I'll, he's stealing up all these ladies and no one can get married anymore. Because they all fall in love with Cotton Eye Joe. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to this, to, to our episode on Cotton Eye Joe, featuring the Macarena guys. 
Here's what I will say um, about Macarena. Now, look, I understand the heart wants what the heart wants. If she's no longer in love with her boyfriend, then sometimes it just happens. It's heartbreaking, but, you know, love is a dirty game. However, it is still her responsibility ethically to end it with him before going off with the two other guys. So I will... I, without knowing the full story, I can still make that ethical judgment call. Nick, she laughed about it. She, she laughed about it. <laughs> She's like, this guy is away. He's joining the army. And you know what? Uh, she, I guess she technically didn't bring up the army, but the original son said he was. And uh, where did she, where'd they get that laugh from? Stairway to heaven? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where'd that laugh come from? Do you have a fun video that tells me where that laugh came from? I I do not. I do not have that one. But she's so <laughs> condescending. She's the she she should be called mocking Rena for the way that she's insulting this dude. <laughs> Nick, you gotta understand, Macarena, she's a she's a woman that's playing the game. She's playing a messed up game. This is not this is not wife material. <laughs> and and that is just another way that the patriarchy keeps down women by stigmatizing women playing the game, but endorsing men playing the game. Yeah. What about all these men out there, Nick, talking about fucking all these ladies and fucking people's sisters and people's cousins? I mean, I just heard a song together. on the radio the other day. Oh, together. And it's like, whoa, that's that's worse than Macarena. And yet people are saying those are Bill toe tappers. And here's Macarena, just a lady out there who's got a shitty boyfriend who's going to be non-existent. Probably didn't listen when she's like, you know, if you he's go. He's going to die in a war. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they, they wrote the song during the Gulf War. They didn't know how bad it was going to be. Oh, God. Once again, yeah. the issue isn't with banging two guys it's doing it while you're in a relationship while someone else has an expectation about or maybe they're not exclusive and and they're all fine with this you know oh i, I mean i'm pretty sure he thinks they're exclusive because she seems to be getting a real kick out of this i don't know <laughs> but yeah wow sorry the just just you know the macarena is having having a slight, a slight darker cloud over this perennial classic song that was deemed appropriate for all ages. And I will say, I did play this song at every single uh, <laughs> roller when I was a roller skating DJ. Every single party we played the macarena every time. And I'll tell you what, watching kids do the do the clap jump on roller skates is it's hilarious to watch them all tumble <laughs> down. It's great, yeah. Um, <clears throat> however. Um, I think, yeah, we've pretty much wrapped up the lyrics here. I think you guys have a full understanding of, uh, of the Macarena. Do uh, I, do I have a full understanding of the Macarena? Are you sure, absolutely sure that this was enough time for me to fully absorb this Macarena knowledge? Well, I mean, Steve, if you want to hear some more, we can let, we can get back and. <laughs> What's that, Steve? You want to hear more? Okay, now yeah. I get it. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. That was the missing piece. But you know <clears throat> now, what? Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah. No, what's up? 
I was just gonna say, I feel I feel uh, happy for Antonio and Raphael because as soon as they did the song, I mean this this song like probably paid for you know their mortgage and health insurance for the rest of their lives. Oh, I mean they. Well, you know oh, what's well, funny? Nick, Nick, they're European. They're European, so all that stuff's been taken care of already. So oh, that's right. Just, yeah, this was just, just spending pockets. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. So I was looking, um, you know. At their uh, Wikipedia page, there you know you, you don't that, say you take that hey, as much as Wikipedia. But <laughs> um, what I thought was weird was it says um, that they that they had a lot of uh, success and they made a good amount of money, but the amount of money that they say in the Wikipedia is like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and I was like. That doesn't like for something that big mm-hmm. that took over everywhere. Now I looked up their like net worth. I think they definitely are millionaires, but I just thought I wonder if like what it means by that. You know, like yeah, like is that how much it made on Spotify over the last <laughs> two or three years? Like maybe I'd believe oh, that. Oh, I mi- I misread this. I'm sorry. A full decade after the initial release a full decade so 10 years they made $250,000 in royalties that's respectable so that's got because i guess yeah probably they, from all they, those they, probably from all those idiot roller rink DJs <laughs> we can, you're welcome Los Del Rio um they own 25% take in royalties so and it's i mean listen people still occasionally listen to the Macarena. Occasionally? Uh, Frequently. That song is... I mean, not even counting... I mean, we have a very large international listener base, but just just in the United States, how many times a day do you think the Macarena is listened to in some shape or form? Every children's party, every nostalgic playlist, how many times does a song show up? Oh, I think they asked that in the U.S. Census this year. Yes, they did. I think they're collating that data currently. In between the amount of time it'll take them to gerrymander my district away. They Jerry, yes. It's gerrymandered based on Macarena listenership. Oh my god. Um one last fun little thing for you guys. You know, after all the you know, like Nick, you're saying this song puts a little dark cloud over uh your childhood and you wondered why you were shaking your booty to something about There's there's a big dark cloud over my over my building currently, in case you're all still hearing that when Nick is done editing. Welcome to the Weather Topsy Report. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was that it for Macarena-related tidbits? I, I, yep, that should do it, guys. Uh, I'm glad we could dance a little, learn a little, cry a little, get cry a little, get slightly aroused. You know, that's what the Macarena does. The nostalgia hits. It's the complete uh, human experience in one song. Learn, learn you laugh, you cry, you get a little horny, you learn some Spanish. <laughs> and isn't that what Christmas <laughs> is all about? Oh! <laughs> oh, Steve, I'm so glad you brought up Christmas in July. Oh, no. Hey, is there another version there of the is, song? There is another version of the Macarena. Oh, my yes, God. yes, yes. Would you please, would you please, Nick... Throw that on for us. It's oh oh, and this one uh this one also did well. 
<laughs> Mike, Mike, I swear to God in heaven above, if this is the exact same song, but with jingle bells in the background, I will find you. I will end you. Yeah. All right. Shush, shush, shush. I, we're going to play it. We're going to find out right now. Look at all of these women in these red and white outfits. Look at this. See, now, what do you what, think? <laughs> if you don't, if you don't speak Spanish, uh, ladies and gentlemen, they've rewritten the lyrics to be about the nativity. Unto you, on the night a child was born. Okay, you hey, know, virgin birth. You know, I, I like the idea of two. <laughs> no, Mary's getting with these three wise men. When, uh, well, <laughs> all right, guys, guys, that was my fault. That was my fault. I brought us to a place where Mike could blaspheme. That was my fault. I'm sorry, I but it actually, you know what? You know what, Steve? You're 100% right. This song does thematically make sense, because Joseph was kind of a little bit of a cuckold, too. So maybe he is the stand-in for what's-his-name, Valencio guy. And, uh, and yeah, and Mary's with the wise men. Joy to the world, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! And the beat matches. You can still do the oh Macarena to it. You can still do the Macarena to it. I never thought I'd say this on our Bad Music Podcast, but this song is so bad, but I also don't care. You know, let it be a stupid, stupid Christmas remix. I'm adding it to my Christmas mix. You're damn right I am. That's... And what's it called? What's the clever imaginative name? It's called Macarena Christmas. <laughs> oh, God. You know what? Good for them. I just, you know what I love about this is that these guys made this song when they were what? In their 50s, in their at least. 50s. You said they were born in the 40s. Yeah. Yeah, they were born in the 40s, made this song in the 90s. And they were just, just two older dudes just... Snapping along, singing their song, you know, just and it turned into this huge, sexy thing. Oh yeah, I, well, I think yeah, <laughs> Macarena, the sexiest song ever. How you doing, Steve? Just ready for it all to be over. I know, Steve, <laughs> I know it'll make you feel better. Where'd the cat come from? What movie's the cat from? All dogs go to heaven? The hell does a cat have to do with Christmas? Why is there a cat now? It wasn't a cat in the non-Christmas version. It's the Nine Lives of Christmas. Oh my God, has that cat movie been made yet? Tell me. This is the point where they jumped the shark arena. That's all I can say. <laughs> oh, guys. Oh, I wish I was taking a video of this freaking thunderstorm right now. This has been crazy. Oh, but 
Yeah, before this podcast enters its fourth hour, are there any other Macarena remixes you have? <laughs> no, any more suffering one... for us to endure? You hey, guys... Easter Sunday. <laughs> Christ! <laughs> guys, ah, uh, thank you. Um, that that is that is the Macarena. Glad fuck you could you. come in this. No, <laughs> thank you. It's uh, yeah, but I'm saying fuck you. Oh, you're saying fuck me. Okay, <laughs> fuck you to your thank you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm so glad we got the Christmas one in. Um, but yeah, that uh, that's what that she do, said. So let's take this puppy home. If um, if you want to l- catch up with us and what we're always doing, and check us out on our oh Nick, this is really weird. I don't usually go first like this, man. I don't know. You want me to just keep? I'm gonna stumble right through it. I think you got it. All right, I believe in you. It's like the end uh, of Peter fo- Pan. We all have to believe in Mike. <laughs> we can all fly together. Uh, follow us on our Instagram at the Sontopsy Report, and um, or go to our website DapperDevilProductions.com. Check out our funny videos there. Or we've got multiple productions that have made it into some film festivals. Most recently, uh, the the. A show about co-workers featuring uh, Steve himself. Um, Steals every and, scene uh, he's in. And some of the Dapper production game there. So check that out. And also uh, you can find my stuff on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.D-O-T. And, uh, I didn't yeah. say anything this time. <laughs> Nick didn't say anything. And like Nick could say, who knows. But send us your song suggestions uh, of some stuff. Uh, Babs aren't over music and for the poll ew, god I've been so, you know what I'm about to release just five polls one a week uh, for all the ones I haven't you've been sent out very yet, busy Mike it's okay I've been such a busy boy uh, but well, yes but, listeners we have been lying to you the past five weeks when we say check out the poll <laughs> yeah. um, would you hang out with Macarena on the dance floor do you Loaded like question. her bad at like oh she goes a, she's she's a bad lady but you like it or do you, you know, steer steer clear of that? You know what? I'm I want, I'm doing a different one. I got rewind. Uh, hit the rewind button. Uh, my my question this week is gonna be: When was the last time you danced to the Macarena? Was it a wedding? Did you not dance to the Macarena because you're anti Macarena? Or was it when you were on roller skates in the third grade? Let me know. I just just curious. Yes. Um we'll post that in the Instagram poll this time, right? Mike? Sorry, I'm <laughs> Yeah, we'll get there. This is encouraging. Um <laughs> and I'm Nick. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And Steve, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at your man Trollo on the Daverdell Productions website and most of our output on there involves me one way, shape, or form. Um And yeah, like Nick and Mike said, um, I don't know. Fucking pay attention to shit that we do. Do it. Do it. We're the greatest. And it's their fault that they don't know that yet. Yes, yes. Like all great, great, secure people, uh, it is other people's fault if they don't recognize our genius. Uh, And until next week, when we can maybe, oh, we might be taking, we might be taking next week off, listeners, unfortunately. Uh, We'll keep you posted on that. But do not worry, there is still more content coming down the pipeline. And until then, 
I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I get knocked down, but I get back up again. And we will see you next week. Take care.